Hello, I'm Mr Hine and I'm Head of Politics. And I'm Dr Mackenzie. And welcome to our annual Politics in Conversation podcast special, which is going to be outlining uh, why we think you should study politics at A-level, uh, hearing from members of the department. And also members of um, our current politics cohort who are going to share with you why they enjoy studying politics and why they think it's important. Okay, so firstly, let's look at uh, the course content and what you, if you study Adel Politics at Angle, will be looking to study. And firstly, we have Unit 1, and here is Dr Stanley, the third member of the department, to talk you through the course content. Thank you very much, Mr Hine. Yes, I'll happily talk you through the key content of Unit 1. Now, Unit 1 is known as UK Politics. Unit 1 is maybe a little bit more about the issues, perhaps. And it has sort of four key themes to it. Um, elections, political parties, what are known as pressure groups or interest groups, uh, and the idea of democracy more broadly. So why might those be interesting to you? So first of all, um, elections. Now, um, I don't know whether my listeners or... Is that Dr Stanley claiming listeners after only 25 seconds? Our listeners know how British general elections work, um, but a few interesting facts for you. Almost every government since the mid-1930s uh, has enjoyed what is known as a majority of seats in Parliament, more than 50% of seats in Parliament, but no governing political party since 1935 has ever achieved a majority of votes in the country, more than 50%. So how is it? What is it about the British electoral system that allows governments with big majorities to be elected on less than 50% of the vote? All of these things will be covered in your elections bit of Unit 1. Now, parties. Again, you know, I'm sure you've all heard of the major political parties, the Conservatives, the Lib Dems, Labour, the Scottish National Party. Uh, the Monster Raving Looney Party. Angle First Party. Quite possibly, one might want to argue that the most successful political party of the last five to 20 years in the United Kingdom has been a party that's only ever achieved two MPs at Westminster. How can that be? Study politics, Unit 1, you will understand that. The next part of Unit 1, pressure groups, or we might call them interest groups. Some of the most significant pressure groups of the early sort of 2020s of the last couple of years um, are indeed pressure groups that have only just emerged in the last five years. I'm thinking particularly um, of Extinction Rebellion and Black Lives Matter. And all these other sort of ideas um, feed into the fourth area of Unit 1, which is a look at democracy. What does the future of the UK's democracy look like? So if these sort of issues um, push your button, then Unit 1 within Aundel School, UK Government and Politics will certainly be for you. So thank you very much for that, Dr Stanley. And uh, what we particularly hope that um, studying politics will actually infuse pupils sufficiently enough to try and go and change uh, and shape future democracy. And didn't we see that last summer, Mr Hine, when we had um, several former pupils taking part in protests over the summer? Indeed. Okay, so that was uh, paper one, which uh, would be examined via 30 mark essays. Um, and therefore, moving on to uh, paper two and uh, talking us through, therefore, some of the interesting content of paper two, we've got uh, Dr. McKenzie. Well, um, if you have ever really asked yourself 
what is the point of the queen who has power in the political system? Was Theresa May really as unpopular as we think? Is Lady Hale known for anything other than a spider brooch? And did we really take back control by leaving the EU? Well, paper two, UK government is for you. Um, this paper is divided up again into four sections. So we start off by looking at the UK constitution. Um, in this unit, we find out how uh, power is meant to be devolved in our system. Where does power really lie? How has the UK system evolved over time and how has our history shaped it? We'll understand how the Magna Carta is still relevant to our concepts of the rule of law. We understand how the balance of power has shifted away from the monarch to parliament. We'll learn about recent developments in democracy and representation like devolution. Um, Dr. Stanley has, of course, mentioned elections to Westminster, but did you know that we actually have elections to other bodies in the United Kingdom? We've got a parliament in Scotland. We've got assemblies in Wales and Northern Ireland. There's an assembly in London and there is a tiny bit of extra power given over to England as well. That's what we call devolution. Um, we'll consider nationalism and we'll consider that all important question of why does England not have its own parliament? So that's unit one. That's all about our constitution and that kind of underpins what comes in the rest of the course. Um, second unit then is about parliament. You wonder where power lies in the UK political system? Well, the short answer is parliament, in theory at any rate. Um, we elect people to represent our interests and to raise concerns on our behalf. They're called MPs. How well they do that and just how representative Parliament is in terms of race, gender, educational background, sexual orientation, etc. is open to debate in this unit. Um, but we'll learn how laws are made and we'll learn how they impact your life. Then we move on to Unit 3 and we drill down a little bit and look at the roles and powers of the Prime Minister and the people that surround them. What power does the Prime Minister really have? Do they call the shots or does Parliament? We'll compare Prime Ministers like Margaret Thatcher, Tony Blair, Theresa May, Boris Johnson. We'll look at their different leadership styles, their policies, their popularity. And we'll learn that some were powerful, but others kind of disappeared with a whimper, really, to go and run through fields of wheat. So after we've looked at the Constitution, Parliament and the Prime Minister, we then take a bit of a step back and we ask, what does the relationship look like between Parliament, the Prime Minister and other bodies? We look at the Supreme Court. What role do 12 unelected judges have to play in the British political system? We learn how your rights are upheld and how government is kept in check. And we look at the impact that EU membership has on the UK. We fact check claims from Brexit campaigns and ask, did we really take back control? So that in a nutshell, Mr. Hine, really is paper two, UK government. So thank you very much, uh, Dr. McKenzie. And I certainly do wake up every single morning asking myself, what is the point of the Queen? <laughs> Um, and I think the general uh, thing to take away from paper two is that question, as you as you nicely uh, pointed out, is 
Who has power and with what legitimacy do those people in power make their decisions? And I think that is a question that all of us in our lives should regularly ask ourselves. So the first year therefore is spent getting to grips with an understanding of the British political system. And if indeed the British political system might be considered the cheeseburger, then we move on to American politics, which is the deluxe burger with all the trimmings. <laughs> because American politics is box office. So if you ever asked yourself how it came to be that the American people actually elected Donald Trump as president, and they actually did elect <laughs> Donald Trump as president, then studying A-level politics for you. If you've ever asked yourself who it is in America that makes a decision about what a woman can or can't do with her body, who somebody can or can't marry, then American politics is for you. If you've asked yourself why America has waged wars overseas in recent years, American politics, studying that is for you. Of course, if you've ever wondered what money really can buy, then American politics is definitely for you. If you've ever been excited by the idea of walking down to your local supermarket and arming yourself with an AK-47, then American <laughs> politics it's is definitely for you. For you. <laughs> so there are some very big questions about how the American political system works, how they get people into positions of uh, representation in America, the influence of interest groups in money, in influencing policies in America, the power or otherwise of presidents, what Congress actually does, what the Supreme Court actually does. And you might wonder to yourself when you're looking at the big picture of American democracy, how it is that a country that claims to be the leading democracy in the world can therefore have prevented in certain states of America people from voting due to the colour of their skin then these questions interest you, enthuse you, then please do study A-level politics. So there we have a brief overview of what the course entails and some reasons as to why we think that studying politics is interesting and exciting, but don't just take our word for it. Let's hear now from some of our current politics students on why they enjoy studying politics. So here we have then the uh, amongst uh, some of our pupils, we have the head girl and we have our England rugby star with their thoughts. So before I began politics in lower sixth, I was quite worried that I would be behind everyone because my political knowledge was so minimal. I could probably name seven politicians and I didn't really understand what they did. But I think that it is important to know that that wouldn't disadvantage you. So you will all begin from the very basics and you'll probably find that the rest of your set is actually in a very similar position to you. There are three key skills that I would say have developed for me as a result of taking politics. So firstly, my essay writing style has become far more argumentative and advanced. Secondly, my essay timing has definitely improved. I can write a full essay in time conditions now, which is something that I personally really struggled with in my GCSEs. And thirdly, my research skills have developed a lot because in order to write a convincing essay, you will need to research and find data to support your argument. And this is something that was quite new to me. I found that all three of these skills have been transferable to my other A-levels. They have actually really made a difference and they will be applicable to later life, such as when I go to uni. 
One of the reasons why I enjoy politics so much is that every bit of content that you learn is applicable to the real world. So what you read about, you actually see in real life, which is something that I haven't found in my other A-levels to the same extent. Politics will never be irrelevant, and that is one of the reasons why it is so engaging. So, for example, my set learned about the EU in Lower Sick, which enabled us to understand what was going on with Brexit. And we also learned about how American presidents are elected, which made the 2020 presidential election really exciting for my set, because we actually understood what was going on. And I have decided to do a politics-related degree at uni for these reasons. So that was uh, Tara, our head girl, and um, as she said, we're very excited for the fact that she is going to be off to university to study uh, politics next year, and we were exceptionally um, uh, pleased with the fact that 22 people left the department last year to go to study politics-related uh, subjects at university. And here's our rugby boy, Geordie. I'd say my favourite part of politics is the way that it's enabling me to understand what's going on in the world. Obviously in the last couple of years, and especially now of all times, there's, there's fairly unprecedented political events happening throughout the world, and doing this course has made sure that I'm able to have a proper grasp of what's going on and, and really understand and appreciate it. I'd say that the three main areas that politics help you develop are your analytical skills, of sources, speeches, um, makes you a more coherent writer and thinker as well. And the nature of the subject means that you get better at listening to other people's perspectives and trying to understand other people's perspectives and incorporating that into your own views. I think having an understanding of politics in our life after Randall is going to be particularly important when it comes to making informed decisions because we're starting to get to the age where the things we say really have really have an impact on other people. We're getting to the point where some people in our year can already vote uh, and everyone else won't be won't be that far behind. So I think having a, a knowledge of politics, the politics of this country and of and of surrounding countries will really help us to, to do that. Now here's Sophia and Charlie. In my opinion, politics is probably, you know, one of the most subject, useful subjects that you can do out there. I mean, the knowledge that you get can be easily applied anywhere in, you know, in your everyday life. It's things, small things like, you know, the general election. Two years ago, I would sit through them, you know, falling asleep, thinking what on earth is going on, nagging my parents every five minutes. Now I genuinely look forward to them because it is so exciting. Once you know what's happening, it's a completely different experience. And it's so fun because you know what's going on. You take it in and then you come back and discuss it with the rest of the class, which is great. And also another thing, because you are in a class of 10 or 11 students, you all have different opinions. You all sort of believe in different things, which you know, inevitably leads to debate. And it's so much fun communicating your opinions in the classroom rather than just, you know, blatantly writing down words from a notebook. And I think, without a doubt, you know, politics is really difficult and it's not a cop-out A-level, which is a bit of a common misconception. I have no idea where this comes from. I mean, you really have to work for it. You really, really do. And you have to work on your essays and reading. You've got to put your time in it. But at the end of the day, it really pays off because you can actually go out into the world at the end of your upper sixth and 
you know, you can contribute in a com- political conversation or you can vote and genuinely understand what you're voting for and who you're voting for rather than going, oh, I'll vote for the Conservatives because mum and dad votes for the Conservatives. And I think that's such an important part of your education is understanding that, you know, there's so much more and we are taught from a young age. So I could not recommend it more. Honestly, do it. It's great. It's fun. You will not, you know, hopefully you will not regret it. I'm, I can't really speak for you, but I've loved it. It's been awesome. You should definitely do politics A-level for many reasons. Number one, you're going to need to vote soon. And if you don't know what you're doing, then you're a waste of space. So you, at some point, you're going to have to learn, you know, who to vote for and why you're voting for them and give yourself some reasons to do it. And you might as well do it A-level. The politics course for A-level is really interesting. You learn kind of everything. Um, I actually find everyone enjoys politics A-level. Even if you have, even like you right now, you're saying that and you have no interest in politics, you've never even thought about it, you'll still probably enjoy it. And obviously lots of people are already interested in politics. So if you're one of those people, then definitely do it. Um, it is really good, especially with second year, it's really good. You do American politics. It's the most fun kind of, like, I don't know what the word is, I guess fun A-level that I do. Um most interesting kind of most like active because obviously what you're doing is literally studying stuff that's in the news right now so then you can you know read the news and actually understand what's going on um so yeah you should definitely do politics a level and of course it's got two absolutely cracking teachers so thank you to sophia and for charlie and in particular that pathetic attempt to try and uh, suck up to his teachers but it was uh, it was interesting to hear the pupils there, and particularly Sophia, reference uh, how they enjoy the idea of debate and um, engaging with other people's opinions. And of course, uh, we do this in particular in the fourth component of A-level politics, which is ideologies. So in lower six, you'll study worldviews, political ideas like conservatism, liberalism and socialism. And then in Upper Six, we do anarchism. And these particular worldviews are a great way for getting you to think about how other people might view the world, think about why you believe what you believe. And of course, as Sophia's reference, there's plenty of debate. So we heard there from some of our current pupils about uh, why they think it's important to study politics. Uh, But what do you think, Dr. Stanley, what's, uh, what's your big motivation for why people should do politics? Now, again, I think that's a really, really good question. Um, And for me, it's so essential to study A-level politics. It's so valuable to study A-level politics because I think that more than any other subject, politics allows you to understand the modern world. It might pain me to say that as a historian. Now, no other subject that you're likely to learn uh, to do at Oundle for A-level is as valuable in understanding how the modern world works as politics. And for you, Dr. Mackenzie? Well, we don't tell you what you should believe or how you should view the world, but we give you those tools to interpret what you are reading in the news for yourselves. And I think, as Dr. Stanley says, there's no other subject that really does that. And Mr. Hine, what about you? Well, is there another department in the, uh, in the school where you can have your picture taken with Barack Obama every morning i think not so therefore if you didn't if you weren't convinced by any of the other arguments to get your picture taken daily with barrack do politics so we hope you uh you find uh that useful um and if you have any uh questions then please do get in contact i am currently in the bahamas but i am contact contactable <laughs> by email 
And of course, don't forget to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Aundel Politics. And of course, don't forget to listen to our other podcasts, Aundel Politics in Conversation, available on all main podcast platforms. <laughs>